Top 5 mistakes in Olympic lifting. Mistake number one, chasing the result. Anyone who falls in love with Olympic weightlifting dreams of lifting heavy weight and of course want to reach that goal as quickly as possible. These heavy weights are different for every person, but it's important to remember and understand that each of us has their own genetic potential. Together with lots of other accompanying factors, this potential improves or hinders our ability to lift the heaviest barbell. An athlete should always remember that by definition, fighting your heaviest weight will not happen right away. Strength and skill both require time to develop. My coach used the term novice for the athletes who were engaged in Olympic weightlifting for less than two years. That is exactly the time frame necessary to sufficiently master your technique and prepare ligaments and muscles for real weightlifting. Working up to this goal will bring the results you desire and help you to avoid injury and disappointment. Unfortunately, I often see the weightlifters attempting to race against the time and lift a weight far outside their ability despite the fact that they lack technical training and power base. It's exactly these sorts of experiences that made me want to write this article to help others avoid the same mistakes and to give you the chance to feel the joy of Olympic weightlifting, health, strength, and beauty. Mistake number two, bad warm-up. I always thought that warming up before training was common sense. A simple and clear rule that everyone knew to follow. My coach taught me about warming up the right way when I was still really young. For me, it's just second nature. But when I began working as a coach myself and started meeting athletes in different countries and different gyms, I noticed that oftentimes these simple rules get overlooked or worse, bungled, through bad practices. Many athletes don't understand that before you ever take the bar in your hands, you need to do a general joint-by-joint warm-up for at least 15 minutes. It is extremely important to prepare your body in this way for the main work and for the heavy loads you will be putting on your muscle system. I always remind my athletes that warm-up improves joint mobility, coordination of muscles and nerves, and increases metabolism. Raising your heart rate, bringing your body temperature up is crucial. A proper warm-up helps to open up capillaries in the muscles and thus increases the blood supply. Moreover, this rise in your core temperature reduces the viscosity of muscles and improves their elasticity, potential against possible sports injuries. And it is also important to remember that the muscle system is not ready right after the warm-up to do strength lifting. Give yourself from five to eight minutes after your warm-up before continue. Then you can pick up the bar and start your exercise and training program. Too many athletes have problems with warm-up due to the lack of correct information. Even for warm-ups done with an empty barbell, I recommend to split your main exercise into smaller sets. Start with the bar, 
then add weight in the range of 5 to 20 kilos. Flow much weight to add depends on your skill level. The less the athlete's experience and skill set, the smaller each step should be. Mistake number three, copying the top athlete's technique. I often hear beginners say, I've seen a video about a world champion performing this exercise in specific way, so it must be correct. Yes and no. Firstly, it is impossible for an athlete who trains for three months to compare themselves to an athlete who has been training for 15 years or more. Beginner's technique and professional's technique has, have different criteria, amplitude and speed characteristics. Secondly, the world's top athletes are often unique, one-of-a-kind people with their own unique body structure and movement techniques, which a novice who is only starting out won't have. In other words, a professional who has mastered their craft will often tailor their technique to suit themselves. What works for them may not work for anyone else. Of course, you can and should watch and admire a unique athlete. Just don't blindly copy someone's technique. Imitating someone else does not push you forward as an athlete. To grow your sports skill, you need to feel and listen to your body and understand the rules that govern you every single movement. Start with the simple movements and only then proceed to complex ones. And for that, you need to patiently learn and focus on self-improvement. Mistake number four, overtraining. Many athletes believe that they, if they constantly drive themselves to the limit of their physical and mental abilities, they will reach new heights or weight limits. In practice, that often means athletes first focusing themselves into a state of overtraining which can lead to getting injured. As a result, such overtraining may make any further training impossible. Remember, you can't always be at peak of your sports performance. That sort of strain on your body will destroy you physically. Performing at your peak is meant to be a temporary condition. Professional athletes work towards this state of, uh, for months in order to prepare them themselves to reach peak level while competing. But afterwards, their training load is deliberately lowered to give their body time to recover. Also remember this, improvement is not a straight line. Your personal results will go up, they will go down, and some weeks they will seem to go nowhere. Don't lose hope. Learn your body's limits. Test them, but not overreach. And always remember to give yourself time to recover. Let me give you a little story to illustrate my point. An athlete in a heavyweight category told me that his training program had been based around his goal to continually add two kilos in snatch and clean and jerk every week. He believed it was possible. At the time, his results were already quite high. Snatch 165 kilos and for the clean and jerk 200. I told him, a year consists of 52 weeks and based on your calculation, in a year you should lift 
269 kilos in snatch and 304 in clean and jerk. This sounds ridiculous. Even a simple goal like 2 kilos a week can be too much, so don't overwork your body. Mistake number 5. Training alone in the garage. Before I visited the US for the first time, I had only seen weightlifters working in the garage on the internet, so I didn't think much about this phenomenon. However, when I found out that thousands of people train this way, I was incredibly surprised. Of course, it's a great if you can buy a platform and the bar and train on your own. Still, there are several other elements of proper muscle and spirit training that you are missing when you choose to train this way. A coach is a person who understands what is going on and can give you outside-in perspective on how well you are doing. When the bar is heavy, the senses can deceive, especially for beginners. Also, a coach allows you to enhance your subjective analysis of your progress because they always have a clearer and more objective view of your performance. If all you have is your opinion, you might not see the mistakes, the miscalculation, the errors that will hold you back. A coach can always motivate and what is more important, stop when needed. Another serious issue related to working out on your own is that isolation can deprive an athlete of one essential component of the skill progression, a competitive environment. Training with your peers, your older friends and experienced athletes creates an environment that makes you sick, develop and achieve new results. Professional athletes will understand me. When there are three of you, all strong athletes in one weight category and only one place at Olympic Games. You work harder to be the best.